Hey, hey, what's up? You're listening to the Get Out and Serve podcast. This is episode number 28, sitting here at the studio at the brewery in Tamarindo, Costa Rica, with the usual suspects. I'm looking at Patrick McNulty, PMAC. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks. It's been a while since I've seen you all. You know, we've all been traveling on opposite ends of the world. Yep, but that's kind of what we do. That's what it is. Nikki Hearn, welcome back. Oh, yeah, I ain't been anywhere, man. I've been here the entire time. You boys have been oh, traveling around. I've been, you know, yeah, well, there we go. Yeah, I have to put my. I'm, I'm just putting my my part in. Okay, All right, well, it's <laughs> glad to be here. Thank you for letting <laughs> us travel around the world. Yeah, <laughs> we got a very special guest this week, coming to us from Hawaii, the United States of America, Grant. The Island Ninja McCartney. Grant, welcome to Get Out and Surf Podcast. Stoked, man. Stoked to be here, dude. Yeah, well, dude, I don't even know where to begin. So I'm just going <laughs> to dig in with yeah. Island Ninja because I'm seeing the tank top here. I see the oh, logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Representing And so I just want to know, like, I actually looked online what Ninja meant. Because yeah. I had my preconceptions of, like, some dude in an all-black <laughs> suit throwing uh, throwing stars. But he's yeah. it, he is actually I will do in, that too, all, in, all in black. I know. Yeah, I am wearing all black, even to the shoes, yeah. <laughs> you Poor actually choice. are. Look at that. Okay, yeah. so you're like a tropical. Tropical Ninja. I, I get am. It. That's why I'm Island Ninja. You got it. So they, ninjas from like places like Hawaii, they wear black tank tops. And yeah. if you're from a colder region, it'd be like a, like a full like ninja suit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is see, like yeah, this is like the trimmed down version of like the OG ninjas. I it's get just it. Tank tops. No, see, if I was gonna be a ninja, I'd be a tropical ninja like yourself. Yeah, let's go, dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, it. wait That's a minute. I see. Google didn't tell me any of this. I didn't yeah. know. Okay, so wait a minute. I can I can bring you totally up to date on what. A, a 2019 ninja is. Uh, well, you know. uh, okay, I want to hear because it's my understanding that you're actually on the America Ninja, ninja Warrior, Warrior yeah. television show. Big time, man. I've actually been doing it for the last five years. I've competed internationally in German Ninja Warrior. Um, and I've, I've gotten a ton of opportunities from just not only American Ninja Warrior, but Team Ninja Warrior. Um, and other shows that's kind of like spiraled into this whole thing over the last five years. So it's been awesome. Dude, okay, so... When you file your taxes, do you put down ninja? I do. I do actually I, do. Okay. So what awesome. do you do? It well, the, awesome. the best moment ninja. I was, uh, so I do a lot of social media course and, um, I changed all my handles to at Island Ninja at one point so everyone could find it easier. And then I tweeted one day out. I was like, I just realized cause someone asked me, Hey, what do you do for a living? And I was like, I'm a professional ninja. Dude, that's so rad. It's a, it was the coolest moment. I'm like, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> it's the coolest thing I think I could ever say. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, my kids aren't going to believe me when I said I had a professional ninja on the show. It's true. Um, it's true, man. Let's take a couple steps back. Okay. Because I want to know how – I mean, you seem pretty normal. You seem cool. Thanks, man. How does a normal, cool dude like yourself become a ninja? Like, what's your story? Yeah, man. Um, you know, it kind of runs deep, but, uh, you know, I don't know how deep we're trying to get on here because the honest thing was I just saw the show. Uh, it's originally called Sasuke. It's a – um, Ninja Warrior was in Japan, and I saw that as a kid back in the day on the G4 network, which shout out to G4 network, RIP. But I saw that, and I was like, I'm going to do that one day. Just put it in my head. I'm going to do that one day. And um, actually, a lot happened in my life. I, I lost a lot of people that I love in a really short period of time. It was like my mom, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my um, dad's mom, and my stepdad all within a year. And I kind of realized, hey, life's life's kind of gnarly things can happen really fast and i'm going to start doing these things i've always said i was going to and i had a list of stuff and the second thing on the list was american ninja warrior so uh, i applied five years ago and since then has definitely exploded and uh, it's been awesome man it's what i do now for a living wow okay well i'm i want to say sorry for your loss that sounds yeah, like it no, was a pretty I mean, tough time it, it definitely was man i mean and and you know it's a 
it's the way life goes, and uh, it's important to remember to be thankful for all the things that we do have. Um, 100% agree with that. But I was just so stoked that I had so many loved ones for such a long time. It's just very interesting now because I don't. I, I just don't have much family. And it was just so strange. It happened so suddenly and so many people to where I thought, wow, this may this may not – this just is the way it's going to be that people are just going to be passing away. And, and it kick-started me to go, I'm going to start doing stuff. Life is short. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you took something – like that, like mm-hmm. losing loved ones in your family, and you turn it into something positive. Yeah, you use it to fuel your your personal growth. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I I you know I have these silly things that I always wanted to do, and I just thought, you know what? I told my mom I was going to do this, and I and you know moms are so it's so awesome and supportive. When I was like, mom, I think I want to do Ninja Warrior one day. She's like, you're going to win. You're the best. You're so good looking. And I'm like, mom, stop. That's what mothers do. That's what mothers do. So you're saying he isn't good looking? (laughs) Well, are you saying he's good looking? That's not what you're (laughs) Tell him to his face. Sorry. Grant, you're a good looking man. Thanks, man. Thanks. (laughs) I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that whatsoever. That's awesome. Even a fist bump. It was ultimately, it just was a kickstarter to remember to do the things i wanted and i still even though my mom's not around i still hear her voice i still hear my loved ones saying you can go do uh, be the best you can you know and that's what i do i just chip away at these things i've always wanted to do i mean that's pretty it's a pretty insane way to get to where you're at now Mm -hmm. and but i know there's a lot more to you grant than just being on this tv show yeah Um, yeah (laughs) i mean it's my understanding because i I went to your website i checked it out i was like wow here's your you uh do professional speaking yeah you uh help out at you volunteer at charity events yeah um i have a lot of joy and i always have um it's actually nehemiah 8 10 says the joy of the lord is my strength and and like that's genuinely uh what my life has always been and then now it just kind of has purpose because I mean, it's crazy to think that kids get so stoked. Like, even here in town, last night at the restaurant at Witch's Rock, I'm sitting there eating, and I guess they had a whole youth surf camp there. And I don't know any of the kids. And, you know, I don't know if they show American Ninja Warrior here or how they knew, but one of them's like, hey, psst, psst, and I'm like, and I look over, and then there's two or three, and then four or five, and they're busting out their phones. Next thing I know, we're taking selfies with, like, ten kids, and they are frothing on the idea they're taking a photo with me. Which is is so silly to me, but if it stokes them out, cool. And then I get an opportunity to share with them some truth, whatever that may be. For me, it's you know sometimes in schools getting to share with kids who are dealing with the thoughts of suicide and suicide attempts, and I've had to deal with that. I mean that was something that was a big part of my story with my family, and so I get to share about feelings being real and how to be open with other people and work through them, not be scared of that, and. Um, but then all all through the spectrum, wherever somebody's at, I get to speak into their life because they were, oh, he's on TV. He gets a little more room. You know, they give you a little space because they think you're different. But I'm just me. I just now have a platform. I can imagine those frothing kids being pretty stoked uh, hearing that they too could follow their dreams of becoming ninja warriors <laughs> yeah dude for real though you so can. sharing your story of just basically applying having a dream since you're a kid and going on doing it most people don't even show up i think that's like nine yeah. tenths of it right like it, it is bro and i tell i tell kids that all the time and i, I see some take it to action because there's junior ninja warrior now which i'll be leaving uh, actually from here i do a kids camp in tennessee and i go straight to la to film for junior ninja warrior where you can do the show just like i do but for youth and so i'm like you can literally be on the show now that's an option for you. And then some kids are like, 
okay. And then you see them like sending me videos doing pull-ups instead of like, I'm going to do this. And like, how cool you can stir them up to get excited. Yeah, seriously. It's pretty sweet. Sounds really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Everyone okay. can be ninjas. You can be a ninja too. Dude, seriously? Really? Actually, you know what? Like you a... are a ninja. You're like the surf ninja because I saw you last night ripping on the waves. <laughs> Those and then waves. I like looking around and I'm I'm like, no, there's no one in the lineup sick. And then all of a sudden a peak comes and there you are. I know. Dropping I... in, getting set up, blowing the lift off of it. Uh, to go to, well, I mean, you give me a hard time because I seem to speak the waves language sometimes. So the waves find me out there. They what? do. They you come speak, to you. You speak wave language? I speak. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'm not doing double backflips. I'm not Yet. like, I saw you on Instagram do like swing from, or no, you jump from a trampoline, you did a front flip, and then you grabbed the rafters of the second floor building and hung, which wasn't even a, was that a pole or was that literally It like, was an I-beam, yeah. Exactly. It so, wasn't even a pole. It no. was two I-beams and you yeah. grabbed them with your fingers. It was, uh, that one was cool. Yeah, that's, I love um, on my social media, especially Instagram with the following really growing there at Island Ninja. You guys can see like whenever I think of some crazy silly challenge, I post it up there, which also I hope that people go on and um, I have a story of the all the fun stuff we did this week, even last night doing underwater swims back and forth in the pool, seeing who could do the most, you know, practice breath holds. And I love to challenge people to go out and do fun stuff and hopefully they get to see my whole trip here and get to come out here and enjoy this place, man. It's awesome out here. Oh, right on, man. I'm stoked you're down. I mean, you came here because you're a surfer. Let's get into the yeah. surfing side. Let's of go, yeah, dude. But you were in Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. So then you obviously went over to Hawaii, is that correct? Yeah. Uh, actually, I was a sponsor skateboarder for over 15 years, and that's actually how I went to Hawaii is 808 Skate asked me to move out and live with, you know, out there, and they had everything provided for me there. And so I was skating for a really long time, and then injuries um, kind of took over, and I, I was surfing throughout my time skating too, but it just kind of went, okay, let's move into surfing full-time because, man, you get beat up skateboarding. Yeah, for sure. Not so sustainable. Yeah, it's tough, but... I love skateboarding too. It's very, very similar board sport, you know, skate, yeah. snow, surf. They, they're uh, anything with a board, bro. Yeah, down. skating uh, leads to surfing and it lends itself to surfing really well. It's a well. gateway drug, man. And all the stuff that's happening on waves, that's all skating moves, all that off the lip and 360s and I mean, the, the floaters and all that stuff. It's shout out to the Volcom kickflip challenge. Did you guys see that when they they said first to land a kickflip gets like 10 grand or something? Wasn't that that guy did? Zoltan from uh, Santa Cruz? Dude, that's the so dude, he's epic, like a, dude. Yeah, yeah, the, the right. guy's a surfer, magician, butcher. <laughs> like, what's up with that, dude? I know, right? You could have put three more different things together no but there was a guy who did one on the the river wave in munich i've seen that yeah. i've seen a guy literally on the someone did this guy to, he literally pulled it off this was a few years ago when oh, they really? first did a oh, challenge yeah, yeah and dude. he he's like pumping along the line flips lands and keeps surfing it's not like he like you know he he there's video compilations of proper him doing kickflip tons of them yeah, wow dude's sick. a legit magician if you're doing a kickflip on a surfboard yeah all right, so you were into skating big time. Yeah. That got you out to Hawaii. You were surfing as well, and basically surfing took over. How long have you been in Hawaii then? I've been in Hawaii the last 10 years. All right, so, so where, do you, where do you surf there? Um, so, you know, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. If I tell you, I have to kill you. <laughs> you live in Oahu, uh, though. Yeah, I'm on Oahu. I surf South Shore most often. Probably catch me at Alwana Bowls. Um, but, yeah, we'll bounce around. You know, it gets kind of crowd heavy, so... Uh, I'll move all throughout concessions and over down at Alawana Beach Park, depending on what the wave is and the shape. Uh, if we go up north, probably catch me at mm, – it just depends, man. We'll go anywhere. Yeah. Really just trying to bounce away from the crowds. Love surfing Lonnie's, of course, but it gets a little hectic there. Yeah, what about um, 
what, what's that the the southeast corner that there's like a right bully like reef oh god what's the name of it i can't think of it is it all the way on the east side or it, is it in town no it's all the way on the east side it's literally yeah makapu makapu wow that's the spot out of all the spots makapu's kind of interesting a lot of people like bodyboard there that's why yeah but there's a, there's a go, little right off the rock oh, yeah, there you so showing me these photos that just popped in my head super good fun wave the thing is you have to go after the lifeguards leave because you're not allowed to surf there oh, but once okay. they leave or you go really early it can be really good but it needs to be a little bit bigger size yeah. but it can be really fun Cool. Yeah, well, there's a lot of interesting waves there. I mean, the island's just riddled with surf. We have that map from the rental car company, that one green map that's like Mr. Oh, yeah. Chan's. Or, what's <laughs> yeah. it called? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the one that just labels all the spots. Dude, every yeah. single one, it seems <laughs> so like. So many. It, there's like it's just like an aura of yeah. red words around the entire totally. island. Like, every oh, spot like, is a wave, really? pretty much. And you know that's not. You know there's way more spots than that. Oh, too, yeah. Because so that many. dude so many was like totally pressured. We, yeah, I mean, even, even on North Shore, you know, that all the spots are there. We were surfing gas chambers one day, and John John paddles out, and um, you know everyone's kind of like, "Oh, John John rips," so we're all kind of like corner eyeing him, but acting like he's not there, but he's ripping, and he's surfing like in the middle of nowhere. There's no wave, you know, and we're all kind of like, "What is he doing?" And sure enough, out of nowhere, this peak comes up. He's slotted, and then just comes out of it, and we're like, "Did he just summon a barrel out of nowhere? <laughs> like, what just happened, John John?" Dude, some people just get really in tune, right? It's, like you would know. Well, maybe in speak Tamarindo, the language if you surf the same spot for twenty years, it happens. Dude, it I really does, I right? saw it happen. I saw <laughs> you do it, so I know. Yeah, well, I think that we all have a little bit of a insider uh, information on that wave. I've seen these guys here, Nikki and Pat, both get totally slotted out of boys that right off the river mouth uh in the winter months on a northwest swell with the offshore winds blowing most every day yeah is a gem Ooh. i mean the last couple years it started to come back it it's it's a cyclical wave so it's mm. not like every year all winter it's on mm -hmm. it just makes those years when it is that much better and when it's breaking it is just all time dude yeah. i mean Sick, it's bro. uh i mean I'm the deepest best barrels yeah, I've ever had. That's definitely one of my favorite mm -hmm. waves that I've ever surfed in my life. And wh have you had a better barrel than in the river mouth in Tamarindo, honestly? No. Neither have I. No. Well, I mean, the barrel the were like... too. What's that? Shout out to the crocodiles, too. Well, that keeps the crowd down. Dude, for real. The that's boys one are thing nervous. We, uh, yeah, I mean... Dude, it's an extreme sport. You're a skater. You know what's up. I mean, am I not yeah, going to surf it? No. Yeah, but you don't you know, want to be skateboarding with bears around here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? right? Like, Maybe, dude, okay. some people do. I'm sure those dudes up in Alaska, those Sector 9 guys, <laughs> yeah, they dude. dude, I'm on a first-name basis with those crocodiles on the river. Oh, yeah. Yay, crocodile. You know, if you could see what was out of the water in Hawaii, bro, you wouldn't be surfing. You'd I be mean, like, you'd be like, damn, dude, there's sharks all over here, man. You see sharks, and I guess it's kind of cruise, but the way I think about it is like a shark rolls up on me, I kick it in the face, it might be like, eh, I'm over this. A crocodile just rolls up, bites you, and then is done. It's done. It just locks in. Yeah, it's a wrestling match. You. And then you're just gonna drown, to be honest. Yeah, they just want to eat you. But like, no, it's not that. Obviously, you know, they're there. They're in the river. They're up. You know, they're they're upstream. Very rarely do we get any um, encounters or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a certain time of year when they do migrate out of the river. Usually, the the adolescent adults will go looking for a place because they get kind of tossed out of their domain and they'll go off looking for other rivers. Hysteria. Uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> it makes me nervous just thinking about it. Come on, you're a ninja. You'll be right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get yeah they're not coming out. They're not coming out the body. It's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, crocodiles. Man, the, <laughs> there are ninja. Tomorrow weakness. you're going to Witch's Rock. 
Um, yes, we are. Oh, that's I'm where loving. the biggest crocs would be. Perfect. You should look at the uh, aerial Google map of that whole I mean, estuary, well, dude. If you see <laughs> on like my crocodile Disneyland, they love it there. <laughs> Great. I'm not. I'm actually was bet um, only five bucks, surprisingly, but to grab one of the iguanas and not like the little ones because I caught one of them about the size of my hand. Uh, and they were like, "Oh, I bet you won't catch that one." And it's about the size of my leg. And I was like, "You know what? Let's do it." But they don't have the teeth like the crocodiles. So no, they don't. I'm trying to work my way still, in. Man, they they uh... did you get your five bucks. Uh, no, because they said the one I caught wasn't big enough. Huh. But <laughs> yeah, they got some claws. It, and the spiky ridgebacks too. Because yeah, I went the... to grab it and was like, "Ooh, better slow down on the grab there." Like my hand. <laughs> All right, so Grant, I got a few more questions Let's about go, this man. whole, like, getting on a TV show. And I saw some of the clips. And, I mean, you got people watching you, like, in the like at the show. You got millions of people watching it on TV. Does it get stressful, like, when you're about ready to go do, like, an obstacle run? Like, like do you have a routine that helps you? Or are you just, like, you don't care? Balls to the wall? Let's just do no, this? No, man. It totally is. I think I tell everyone when they're like, I want to do Ninja Warrior or what's it like? The biggest and hardest obstacle is the nerves. And I played um, I played rugby in college. And so when they would kick the ball off, I'd have to receive it. And you have 250-pound dudes ready to just take your head off. But if you make that good catch, you sidestep them and they don't kill you. You fumble it. They literally could kill you. And that moment, I was so nervous at kickoffs has nowhere anywhere near how i feel right before i run the course what do you mean meaning the course is that much like more intense it's just it's not even it's more intense it's just you have the camera and the producer sitting there it's like three two one go and the crowd's there and anything can happen in ninja you literally can be so strong but then slip or not know that things that people don't see on tv um, are like one time there's this I-beam I was climbing and everyone fell at this one point, like the crux of the climb, and it splashed water up on the side. So it made it really hard to hold on to that. And I got there and I, I'm like, oh, I got this. I throw my hand up and I'm grabbing a whole bunch of water and I'm sliding, thinking I'm about to fall. And I, I end up making it, but it's that moment of nerves, like stuff you didn't anticipate. All that comes into play. And, and so, yeah, I have, I have my own routine, but the nerves are immense. I can imagine. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I can only <laughs> assume. It's just it's it's because it's so mental. It's yeah. because you're you've what you you only compete once a year. You know, you, you wait all year to come compete again, and then of course there's probably two or three rounds you compete. But it's it's so much leading up to one moment that anything can happen, and so I find myself you know finding my routine. I I, I train until it feels comfortable to compete, till it feels like secondhand nature to compete. And then to deal with my nerves, I take time to pray right before I go, remembering that this is all a blessing, that I have a body that's able to go out and do this. And that resets me back down to go out and have fun, you know. And then that's when I usually, you know, see me on the show dancing a lot. It's not because I'm like, oh, I, I want to dance and show off. It's because dancing calms me down. And I like to dance. So um, that's usually my routine. It that's looks cool. like that. Yeah, you hear about, like, fighter pilots that are, like, doing real dangerous missions or some of the – the uh, cracking some of the loudest jokes or the funniest jokes trying to keep it just super you got like, to uh, like on the level because otherwise the stress could be could get to you right it, it dude it's so intense can't i can't imagine Do, uh being a surfer and then being a ninja yeah. like what's the training 
differences? Like what, like how do you train for yeah, the show? Tra- training's interesting because I used to just, when they asked me to be on the show the first time, I literally did like 10 pull-ups and was like, okay, cool, let's do this. <laughs> but now I'm five years in and I want to do my best. And um, so it looks like training six days a week and it's running uh, mixed with like rock climbing. And then you'll have balance days where you're just working on balance and agility moves. Um, I'll do lower legs for explosiveness, mostly not with weight, but calisthenics because I'm already pretty heavy. I'm about, I'm over 200 pounds and most guys are like 160. So I need to keep my weight down, not really build muscle, but build like uh, really explosive, but smaller muscles, uh, kind of rock climber body is like key. So you really just hitting your body with all these different things. And then they hit a brand new obstacle that you've never even seen on the show. Cause we know none of the obstacles until we get there. And you don't get to try them either. Interesting. Yeah. Really? So like the first time you actually run it is the first time you run it. Yeah. And then if you fall, that's it. So you're, you're kind of hoping that somebody goes before you on. Yes. There you go. There's a, the number one rule I tell myself is never go first on American Ninja Warrior. But the thing is you don't choose and they don't, they randomly pick. So I've gone, you know, 10th or so, and I've gone last. And it used to be the better you did, the later you would run. And they, they don't let you necessarily see everyone's run, so it doesn't always help you. They kind of keep you sequestered. And uh, shout out to the word sequestered, by the way. Yeah, um, I looked that up. Yeah, dude. I thought that was like when they of, come to your that's house. That's what you and they do when you go, go to the court. bathroom by yourself. You sequester yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, I thought that was when, like, like, they come to your house and you have to go to court. Or no, that's what they do with the jury when they don't want them to hear anything. They sequester. sequester oh. you know, they don't. They, you know, they what sequester a jury. Uh, there's another word too, where you're completely isolated, not contaminated. What's it called when you're just completely contained? Contained, but even more so, like oh, confined, quarantined, Quarant- confined. Quarantined. Yeah, that's. The oh usually. man, we got some words going. Dude. You're quarantined Someone when, when a, it's a, a disease. Dictionary. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the definition of ninja here. I could look up. Or What's some synonyms for ninja is what I want to know. Yeah, okay. We'll just look it up. Let's see here. Let's see. Hold on. Synonyms Yeah, for they're ninja. all modern. Thesaurus. <laughs> Those new definitions are all modern. Yeah, yeah dude. Thesaurus, I mean, is like, that's what I use, right? Let's see. Ninja. Thesaurus will give you the synonyms. Shout right. out to school. Okay. Link. All right. Here we go. Island combatant. Is it really ah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I should do an Instagram search to see if that's available. I <laughs> yeah, you, you can get in, bro. You can get in. We can get you set I mean, up. Well, because I'm going to have to yeah, well, I have uh, to use the word island, or it's got to be something else tropical because yeah. I'm not wearing the full suit. Tropical combatant? It just doesn't seem Too quite hard. as – got to have a ninja region? in it. Well, let's see. Let's see here. There's a fighter. Those are the darkest orange, so they're the most common or the most similar to ninja. But then combatant. you got like champion, it. gladiator. Duelist? Duelist? Oh, yeah, that's probably back from like the 1700s, right? Yeah, you gotta Take have pistols for that. And fire like, your it, musket. It's one-on-one. Pistola. Dude, this is a one-on-one. Mercenary, dude. Island wow. mercenary. That's that pretty rad. Intense. Pat, that's what you'd probably be. Yeah, you're the island mercenary, Pat, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys... I'm I'm looking at him right now, and I, it says mercenary. <laughs> I'm just thinking that right now. I, I don't even know this next word. P- uh, Pugilist? Pugilist? Pugilist. 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 Nice. <laughs> hey, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, bro. All okay, good. You, you don't tough. know that word? It's tough. I've never heard of that. All right, and look, he's a ninja. You know the I word. don't know what a pugilist is. No, oh, yeah. obviously Of course you would know, it's dude. A fi- it's a fighter. It's like a pugilist would actually be sorry. Well, it's a ninja. Kind of. Well, that's so because nin- ninja. ninjas fight warrior pugilist. If yeah. I had to pick one of the four people in this room that would use pugilist, 
It would be you, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not much of a pugilist. Pugilist, I'm your man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lover of all things pug. All right, so Island Ninja and the Island Mercenary. I might have to take your... No, take he, your, gets, he gets the Island Mercenary. I get the... You're the island, island pugilist. pugilist. You're the pugilist. I'll be the, I'll be the some island combatant. No, island warrior. Island warrior's pretty good, too. Yeah, warrior's pretty good, too, because you don't have to necessarily be a ninja. Like, when yeah. I think ninja, like, I'm thinking, like, nunchucks. I need and to do more with nunchucks. I will say that. Dude, is this weird? My kid, he's 13, and he's been <laughs> bothering me to, like, he wants to buy this training, like, butterfly knife thing where Ooh, the, the blade's yeah, dull. Yeah. Okay. He showed me, showed me one that looked like a full-on, like, <laughs> he was he was gonna send it to a friend flying down. I'm like, dude, he'll get pulled out of yeah. the line in a heartbeat carrying that thing down. That. So then he showed me another one, and it's like a round, like it's totally like a thick dull blade, but it's like a trainer for a butterfly. Like, yeah, like you know, like you know, I don't hate that you're having this conversation with your son though. I can't wait for these. I hope to have kids one day and be like, Dad, I want to get this weapon, and be like, Well. Let's get you a dull version, and we'll train into it. Well, I freaked out. The fr- I was like, oh, my See, God, no, dude. Like, really? Because I told him, yeah, he could. And then I got my buddy's address, and then I looked at it to get it on Amazon. I'm like, holy shit. This is like, I was like, really worrying. I'm like, is there. It's uh, gnarly, man, for sure. Because, like, you know, he's into John Wick, dude. I will well, say it's normal, though. At least <laughs> I, for me, when I was a kid, I literally took and shaped. I made custom ninja stars even the little batman one which i always saw batman throw and never stuck into a wall like and i cut one out and it does work so i made all the ninja stars and i was throwing them as a kid everywhere so. yeah i played with ninja like you, you get them like with the suction cups or the yes you make them, right that's how yeah. you start as a Surgeon. toy and then you that's where it starts when you take karate lessons as a kid they have like the little magazine you take home or like they try to sell your parents like the pads cobra uh, kai right yeah. cobra kai yeah, sweep dude. the leg they've been calling me johnny from uh cobra no kai. i can see why yeah. bro yeah. Look at you. Look <laughs> i can right. see why yeah, yeah. everybody doesn't know what happened to that guy he's actually living in costa rica we found dude him. listen they're back there's a new karate kid with ralph macho and that actor on youtube right now really Whoa. yeah dude i haven't seen it no, so make sure you don't sweep my legs on the way out of here i know <laughs> I know. Okay, so hold on. Back to this butterfly trainer knife. Yeah. I, like, should I let him get it? Maybe it's a path towards becoming an American. I'm ninja. gonna say yeah. I'm. I think the things you get our kids are not bad. It's it's how we show them the things that they have. Like, I think guns and weapons and all those things aren't inherently bad. It's how we train and show kids like what it is and how it's used or what it's used for. Butterfly knife. Do you need that to maybe get your own food? Probably not, but you know it's fun, and you show them, hey, it's a it's a fun thing maybe to learn, but we don't actually bust this thing out to kill people. Yeah, it uh, like I said, if he is combining it with some sort of martial arts that sh- that he will uh, teach him discipline, then you know I don't think it is a bad thing for him. You know, what I mean, I, like I had that. a I had a knife, I had a pen knife, and you like I don't know, whittle wood with it or try and make it throw it and make it stick in a wall or something like that. But he has got to learn that it's a, a huge amount of responsibility. Yeah. To have really something like that. The the pugilist, that's a really good point. But I wonder what the <laughs> masonary, wait, the Ma- masonary, masonary <laughs> mercenary has to say. Yeah. He's a masonary <laughs> pugilist. No, you, yeah. yeah, Pat, what do you You're, think? What's up with this? What's your words on it? Well, you know, I think that it's all about supervision and all about letting them know what the, you know, what what the parameters are of these kinds of things. When, when I was a kid um, in Germany, when my father was in the service, we were required back when the NRA was really the NRA and it wasn't this big political thing. We were required to learn how to shoot. And so wow. they took us through the whole thing. 
and so we learned the safety of guns right away. We learned, you know, how serious a gun could be and how easy it is for you to uh, use a gun and what the safety features were. So um, as long as there's supervision and there's lessons in how to do this stuff and, and respect to the weapon, I think it's an all right thing. I mean, I took him to uh, the gun range like a couple months ago when we were back in California. First time I ever did that with him. Sweet. And it's like, you know, just it's good to know how to load a gun, fire yeah. a gun, handle a gun safely. Learn like the lessons of never pointing a gun, even an empty gun. Well, it gets the curiosity a, out of their head. It yeah. really does. You know, like I think it's important. You know, like if you have weapons at home, it's and you have kids, it's good for the, you to to break them into what's going on and what the safety <laughs> factors are. I, I would say the same thing. A loaded weapon is very similar to sex in the sense that people get scared to talk about guns and things because they're like, we can't. And my family was very different. We talked about everything, and especially my mom. And it made a very big difference. It, it killed the curiosity in some ways, but in a good way because it, it also I grew in knowledge and it wasn't like sneaking around trying to do weird things or find weapons or blow up stuff where I was like if I really wanted to I just talked to my family about it and be like hey wait, I want to do this and they'd be like okay and we would go and we took a refrigerator and shot it up with a machine gun once why I don't know I just I was wanted to at one point yeah you know it teaches respect and yeah. so that's what it's all about buy him the thing train with him learn how to do it too yeah it'll be fun for him yeah well, he's like seeing pictures of uh, you and I there uh, holding machine guns. I'm wow, loving that picture. Look at that. You gave me that picture, though. You were there. You, you were, were behind. There. The, you were behind the camera. That's quite a photo, by the way. Yeah, that, at that point is when they said "and now," and I ran off, and then they were coming after oh, me. Perfect. Because nah. yeah. <laughs> when the shit goes down, you gotta be ready, dude. <laughs> yeah, <right>? dude. <laughs> yeah, but when you're a professional pugilist like me, you don't really need <laughs> weapons. You just <laughs> have these two fists, and uh, you know, away we go. Yeah. You, you know that's going to stick with your pugs. Oh, yeah. That's going to stick. You're done. You're done. You're, you've done it for me now. You've done it. Dude, excellent. I have so many. I love the names floating around this room right now. <laughs> no, I, yeah, but I this think is Island it. Mercenary is still pretty sweet. Okay, so you told me something pretty cool uh, that you used to play rugby. Yeah, and man. I just, I just watched rugby for the first time like, oh, yeah. in uh, New Zealand. Oh, and where? I was like, did you see the All Blacks? I didn't see All Blacks. I saw the Auckland team. Oh, sick. It was a pretty good game to watch. I really like American football. Yeah. I heard a rumor your dad played in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. My dad played for the uh, Falcons and the Rams. Yeah, he played before I was around. So, uh, but it's always been a cool thing because my dad was never like, you got to play football and, oh, you were staying extra at football practice until you can make this catch or, you know what I mean? My dad was just (laughs) so supportive and loving. And I played every sport. Now, was I good at them all? No, but I literally played every sport. Football, baseball, soccer, tennis, diving, rugby, swimming. Any season, I would play two or three sports at a time. My dad would hustle me around to all the practices. And as long as I did my best, he was stoked. Still stoked. That's rad. So, like, you live in Hawaii. What's your favorite NFL team? Mm, You know, it's it's tough because he played for the Falcons, so I still, I think Falcons are my favorite. Okay. Yeah. What about the Chargers? What do you think about them? Shout out to the Chargers. They're good. You know, I don't have much team, like, individuals that I really like at the Chargers right now, but um, they're a good team, though. What about the Patriots? I don't – I'm not a Patriots hater because uh, I have a lot of respect for Tom Brady. I actually – Yeah, he's he's a legend. There's I, no argument there. I know. And the way that – in the game um, – I mean, even Belichick, <clears throat> even though, you know, he, they do deflate some balls here and there yeah. and probably read some lips. Right? down, you know, Is hey – He's like the gate. Death stare. Yeah. Pat's giving the death stare right now. No, look, the Patriots are going to always be the team to beat now. 
They, what he's got six rings. Yeah, Dude, Brady I, can't even wear all the rings on one he hand. More hands. He's got to like. Yeah. It's like you can't even compare. You can take away a lot from him too. The way that like even if his team gets down, he's a machine. He doesn't. You know. That I take into Ninja where I'm like, if, uh, if I messed up on an obstacle ahead, I don't let it affect my next obstacle. You just do you, and you continue to do you, and he does that, and that's how he continues to always do well. He always comes back because he's consistent over time. Dude, he's unreal. It's like Kelly Slater. You Dude, know, this, really, the, the, the secret, same kind of character, Kelly, same yeah. kind of athlete. Well, the too. secret to the Patriots is Belichick. He knows how to build a team. He knows how to get the best from each player. They're 100% out of each player. Yeah. And he'll take a square peg and turn it into a round peg like Randy Moss. That's right. Yeah. No, so, you got the best you got the best quarterback, you got the best coach. And that takes you to yeah, Super Bowl. And they all, and most of the people that are there, they had to work for it. Brady wasn't uh, a walk-on. No, he was, wasn't he uh 7th round? 6th round? 6th round. <laughs> Sixth round, dude. Wow. See, you can't lose focus. You got to be who you are, and you got to know that you know if it doesn't go well one time, that's fine. You, if you're a good athlete, you'll be good over time. And same thing with Michael Jordan talking about how many shots he missed versus all the game winners. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, he hit that shot. Well, he missed so many as well. Yeah, you gotta you gotta just continue to know who you are in those times. Dude, Brady surfs. Yeah, he, word. Yeah, dude. Yeah, word. He's His, down uh, in Santa Teresa. He has a place in Costa Rica. Wow. Him and his uh, model wife. Yeah, Giselle. Must be nice. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen him in the water yet. You yeah. know who also, also has a place down there near their property is uh, Anthony Kiedis and Flea from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Cool, Mel Gibson, too, not too far away from there. He's in uh, He's up in San Bionio. Yeah, no, no, way, right, no way right he surfs. Mel? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. No, he's he's got, there's a surf break right by his property. And uh, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him once in the area. But that'd be sick. Oh, and I, I don't want to see Daddy's been... Home too. He's in that movie, and that I haven't. Se- really funny. Actually, I bet yeah. it is. I can see like I've he's a it. great bad dad. I mean, yeah, he would he play, is. You know classic I mean? bad dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we're playing this game, I wonder if they surf. I wonder if Hugh Jackman surfs. Isn't he Canadian? No, he's Australian. Hugh Jackman's oh, okay, Australian. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure he surfs. I think he is like the manliest man and the most feminine man. At all times, I don't know how he does it. He's like he is the spectrum. He I probably don't has however many chromosomes does that. He's got all the know. chromosomes. I just assume I don't know. he could I flunked that part in college. I know. Yeah. Well, dude, that'll be a game. We'll we'll play. Uh, of, of do they surf? You know, that's a really good idea. Do Tom, they surf? No, we're Tom doing Hanks. it. We're already doing it. It's Tom happening. Hanks. Tom Hanks surfs. Does he surf? Yeah. Okay, oh. hold on. We can't give well, the answer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta like make us guess if you know the answer. I know the answer. I got one. I don't know the answer though. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler surfs. What? Adam Sandler surfs. Gosh dang. Adam Sandler, awesome. uh, he was in that movie with Morgan Freeman. No, that was no, that Morgan was Freeman. <laughs> no, no. Morgan, Wait, does Morgan, Morgan no, no, Freeman no, no, surf no, though? No, Morgan Freeman had a surf camp on the North Shore of Hawaii in the in the movie with uh, Owen Wilson. Morgan Remember Freeman that? had a surf camp in the movie. Uh, in the movies, I, I, I got I, a little I, surf I, camp. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. I don't believe it. Okay, Morgan Matthew McConaughey. Freeman. Has to surf, right? No, he doesn't surf. He's got like small arms or something, isn't it? Like, so he, I don't think he can hold his board. I don't think sure that's a long Well, maybe he can't Lincoln. walk, but he can surf. He can't walk holding his board, is what I mean to say. Well, I don't know. I hope he surfs. He seems like he's cool. Dude, okay. I know the answer to this one. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Okay. Remind me of uh, some movies. Uh, Black Swan. Oh, okay. Natalie Portman. Yep. Um, I will Solidaire. say doesn't surf 
She learned to surf at Witch's Rock Surf Camp. Stop! Sure with me. Dude, what's up? Had a boy, dude. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah no, I, uh, I, uh, and I dodged out of a, of a hug with her as well. I got all like, she was having a shower and she sort of like was standing and I was trying to get around her to get into the shower and she sort of like opened her arms and I kind of like... <laughs> And moved around, and then this like I'm in the shower, just going like, "This is a dream he had." Dude. And he keeps t- saying it over and over again, so much it's like it happened. You no, were in the shower man. with Natalie Portman. <laughs> outside shower. Uh, you were outside of the shower while she was in the shower. Yeah, I was pugiling. Yeah, he was, he was busy pugiling at the I time. Did. What an yeah, awesome Natalie. new name. Who else is we had? Puglist. Yeah, we had that. Well, well, I, I'm, I'm still. I. You know what? Even with Matthew McConaughey. How about Lady sur- Gaga? Nah, she please surf, don't surf. Too. Please don't surf, lady. Like no. <laughs> is there anyone? Is that how you? Is that what you call her for short? I don't know, lady. You got to right. I, L L G, Lady Gogs, <laughs> Gogs. I don't know. Dude, you know what? She Gaga? was in that uh, that movie, A Star Is Born. Oh, awesome. and I saw it. Yeah, so it's actually a great movie. Yeah, you know what? That's her like doing the Madonna thing, going from like you know oh, from music I didn't even to that. film. And I mean, shout out to Madonna. Does Madonna surf? I feel like Madonna has to surf. Dude, she's like seventy. She surfed in, in so some point in some years. Yeah, dude, you wish. <laughs> You're in there, bro. <laughs> You're in there. She's probably still dating, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, 12 year old. It's kind of weird. I saw her on a, a show recently. She had, like, gold teeth. Yeah, I and, saw uh, that. Yeah, I was like, okay. Shout out to Madonna. She had to surf at some point, though. Dude, so let, let's get let's get back to Ninja Warrior crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Digressing all over the place. We're talking you know? about surfing if they surf. Please continue the game. Do they surf though? We'll do it with each guest. We'll like, we'll, we'll, we'll get a whole bunch of names. Or what kind of yeah. board do they ride? Because like Tom Hanks, I'm like I was thinking about it since you said Tom Hanks. I'm like, no way does he? Because first off, if I was Tom Hanks in Castaway, I totally would have surfed because you'd be there all alone and there was totally True. like great waves breaking there. Of course, he had no board. Have to figure that out. No, and he was yeah. talking to a coconut, so you know he probably body surfed. Uh, yeah, I mean, Definitely. I would be into that. So he probably is a body surfer. I think Tom Hanks is a body surfer. Whereas so no board answer. What's that? Answer is no board. Yeah. What board yeah. does he surf? He's on the no board program. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, who Pat says doesn't surf, but I think does. I put him on a shortboard because I think he's cool. That's <laughs> true. I think so. he has a gun, so it's nice and narrow, so he can get his arm underneath it. I'm sure this. <laughs> how, about, how about Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise doesn't no. have a board. He just stands on top of the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tom Cruise definitely. Is that that level just, now? He just yeah. levitates. He literally yeah. walks. Robert Duvall. Editor Robert Duvall? Yeah, he was in. Dude, he he's a longboarder. Yeah. He's a longboarder. Yeah, he's a longboarder. <laughs> Justin a, Bieber. Oh, my goodness. He's a boogie boarder. No, he, no, he can't surf. Oh, he skates. Skateboarder. So maybe he does surf. And he'll definitely not paddle on a longboard. No. I feel like he's too cool. He's like, no, I got a shortboard. Every surfer makes that mistake when they want to be cool and surf. They're like, I want to surf, and they go out and they paddle out on some tiny little potato chip, mm. and they catch zero waves and get rashed up, and they're like, surfing's not that cool. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. I wouldn't continue doing yeah, it. Yeah, seven sucks. Don't yeah, try it. Don't try it. <laughs> Dude, Grant, I'm baffled in a great way on how – not baffled. That's not – that. I'm – Perplexed. No, it's not even perplexed. I'm, I, I truly appreciate anybody that – does something that they love to do finds a way they can do it as a living anybody who's a surfer that finds a way to continue to travel and surf and do their surf thing and i think that's really what's going to resonate with a lot of people on the show yeah man i'm um i'm loving that i get to do this as as my job my life is to be a professional ninja now and uh and i love it man it's crazy how it's worked out but i've also put a lot to get where i am you know what advice have you got for people that who just want to follow their path like mm-hmm. you made the decision 
mm-hmm. to go like, this is what I want to do mm-hmm. and like you say we can all sit there and think about it and think about it and think about definitely. it definitely you know and you know what advice do you have like whether you want to be a ninja whether you want to be a fireman whether you want to whatever you want to be yeah you know, what advice would you give to those people man um, I would just start with uh, the some of the things I'm very thankful for in America I do have so much freedom um, I was loved for a long time I have the opportunities to where I could go out and do these things I know not everyone has that but inside of that being my life I've been able to step out and try some things now when I have done that I think what happens is people forget that there's hard work and dedication that happens that some people get the idea, I'm going to go follow my dream. They're like, uh, I've always wanted to be a surfer. And they're like, I'm just going to surf every day. And, and just when, whenever I want to surf, I surf. That's not this. That's not how I got to where I am. When I wanted to be a ninja, I wasn't like, oh, I just kind of whatever. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, there's now I train six days a week. Like, to be at the level that I'm at now takes a lot of hard work and effort. And sometimes you do stuff you don't want to Um but you realize there's times where you don't do stuff that allows you to do stuff that you want. And I'll do work and jobs that still will help pay for times that when I'm able to just go out and do whatever I want in Ninja. So the point being, sometimes when you're chasing your dream, it's not just this lofty idea, just go do it. Because some people need that. They need to get past the barrier to entry, which is get up and go for it. Sometimes it's even before that. It's figure out what your dream is. Step one, figure out what you're super stoked on. And for me, it was, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. That's how I got to what I do like. So it's not always like, I know what I want to be when I grow up. Sometimes you go through a huge list of stuff you definitely don't want to be when you grow up. That's where you go into next. Okay, well, how do I make that happen? Now, on the how do I make it happen part, there's a lot of discipline. There's a lot of times where I do stuff I don't want to. I do an extra set, let's say, for pull-ups or warm-ups or um, stretching extra or running an extra mile or cutting down my running times, especially when you're doing that last mile and you need to drop under a certain a mile pace. That hurts. It's, it's painful in your lungs and your body. And that equates to the same times like if you're studying for something or you're trying to get better at an instrument or you're growing your voice or you're growing your artistic skills it takes work that isn't always fun that you have discipline for you go i'm going to push a little bit harder here so i grow and i grow so you mix in that discipline with finding your dream that way when you get to those free moments you're ready like i train ninja so that when i get on the course to run i am ready and i'm not nervous and i'm not i'm just focused at that point because i've trained for so long that allows me to be at where I'm at. And a lot of people see my Instagram following or whatever. And they go, how do you, oh, you have so many followers. It must have just instantly happened. And no, it's over time posting things and sharing on social media, gaining followers, responding to people. That takes a lot of work and effort too. There's a lot that goes into being who I am and following my dream. Yes, am I stoked to be a professional athlete, a, a professional ninja? Do I get to go awesome places like this surf camp and just hang out with you guys? Yeah, that's so awesome. But I also put in hours too. The other night, watching the sunset, waves are firing, and I'm doing a live video answering questions for people, which I would have loved to surf. And we got off, and I did surf, so don't get me wrong. But there's times where you make sacrifices and you have discipline. Totally. I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah, people don't see that. They see all the glory. They don't see all the work necessarily that goes into it. And most people, they don't ever want to even do the work. So, yeah. you know, having to grind it out, you know, setting your goal and grinding it out until you get there and then yeah, you still grind it out even once you're there so you can keep staying there and 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 you know like just i i love thinking about what i was made for i look at myself i look at my body and my parents were both athletes 
And so when I do something athletic, something inside of me is like, this is what you were made for. You were made to do this. And I hope other people find that in whatever their thing is. I hope when someone draws and it comes out beautiful, even if just beautiful to them, they think to themselves, I was made for this. That kind of passion, that's that's what helps me go for my dream. Is like, I was made for this. I was made to be athletic. I was made to hopefully share and be in front of a camera. And I remember someone's like, you're a ham. And I was like, yeah, I guess if you want to qualify that as being a ham because I like to be in front of a camera. But I feel like I was made for that. And I was made to speak and share and encourage people. So if you feel, you get that feeling like I was made for this and you can grow in that too. I feel like that that really helps put gas in my tank, you know? That's Mo- awesome. Man. So it motivates you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you say, you find your, you find your calling as such. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely... <laughs> I and you, you, you haven't and like you haven't rested on your laurels either. If you know yeah. what I mean, like yeah, I'm a ninja. Cool. Okay, I'm yeah, done. let everybody in. You're still working at it. Still I literally, before we it. paddled out the other day, I did like ten sets of muscle ups at your bar over there, right in front of the break, because I was like, hey, I'm gonna leave here and I go back to ninja, so I should probably just keep it going. So I mean, yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy, man. Being a ninja is pretty sweet, though. I will say it's a great gig. Yeah. Everyone else, you can be a ninja too. We got four of them in this room. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm the ninja combatant. You're the puglist. The puglist ninja. Over here. Right, oh, yeah, wait, no, I'm not the puglist, and I'm the masturbator. Ninja mercenary. <laughs> ninja mercenary. We got the ninja mercenary. Ninja masturbator. The ninja masonary. Is that Instagram name taken? <laughs> I imagine it is. Too many letters. I imagine, yeah, I imagine sure it is. There's really so is. many that are taken already. That's too many letters. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Talking about your 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 Instagram. Yeah. Okay. What is it about sweet potato fries? Dude, uh, they're See? like the best, man. I feel like I feel like you took something that is amazing, which is a french fry, and then you just you just sprinkled that extra bit of goodness. I don't know if you can hear that. That little <laughs> little noise. That's that's the extra that's magic. bit of goodness right on top there. And it's, you know, the sweet potatoes is a very common thing at least now in our society have known it for um, extended breakdown time over your body. That's why you don't do refined sugars versus like a carb because a, a, a complex carb will take time. Sweet potatoes is a great alternative to where I can eat a bunch of sweet potatoes and that will hold me through two, three workouts, s- multiple surf sessions, whatever. So sweet potatoes for the win, dude. They're delicious <laughs> and they do your body right. Dude, so you've been hanging out here in Tamarindo, at Witches Rock Surf Camp. Yeah. Uh, you've been scoring some waves. Seen you guys out of surfing a bunch. Yeah, man. You got your big day tomorrow going to witches at Ollie's. Stoked for that. Stoked for that. We're yeah, getting man. some uh, some good photos and some um I yeah, like like I said on my Instagram, you can see on my story all the fun little hidden gym things that are here. And I hope that everyone gets to tune in. If you get a chance to come out here, definitely highly recommend it. Um it's not like some of the really sketchy surf spots I've gone to in Mexico and other countries where it's like mm, questionable if I'd invite my friends here. You can come down here literally with your entire family and have a blast. The people that work here are super kind. Um, the the uh, ease to get around is super awesome. I mean, there's so many good things to say about this place, and I barely have experienced any of it. So I really recommend coming out this way if you can. Well, stoked, man. Glad to hear you're having such a good time. Yeah, and, man. Thanks uh, for having me out here, dude. Dude, it's a thanks blast. for being on the show. This has been a blast. I'm like, <laughs> I'm already in my head. I'm like thinking about who else I want to know if they surf or not. I don't know if like yes, we can dude. verify the Matthew McConaughey one. We'll have to. We'll we need to bring some more girls in too. We will do that. We I think will, you know we'll what you know what the thing is. I think he surfs, but I think he rides like a like an old school like an '80s board. Because I'm yeah. thinking of like Days and Confused. 
definitely. I'm thinking he's surfing like some I'm, I'm Greg Brady of yeah. the Brady Bunch, like <laughs> you know, like th- four inch thick rails, shortboard with yeah. like one single fin. He probably surfs it pretty good. And that would like fit. A, like a McCoy Zap or something. Or like he may that. just sit yeah. outside of the break and just talk to everyone too. I could see him doing that. Oh, dude, no, that dude's definitely like driving to Malibu in his Lincoln Navigator <laughs> with his like '80s shortboard. Perfect. And he's just dominating. We need to follow up there. on that. I know. Well, we're gonna get him on the show. He's, there you go. I googled Matthew here? McConaughey, and if he if he knows how to surf, and he learned to surf while making the movie Surfer, dude, in 2007. Yeah. He's oh, continued to love movie. it surfing mm. often near his Malibu, California home. There's I told you, I knew, I knew he'd be Turning a up surfer. to a There's few <laughs> world championship tour events and, of course, making friends with Kelly Slater. Yeah. Wow. And us soon. Yeah. Shout out to being no, friends with us I soon. totally, he's like total Malibu surfer. I mean, you can, you, I mean, you can just feel it, right? Yeah, Matthew, we want to take you to Witches Rock and Ollie's, man, on the house. Yeah, dude. Full shred sesh down here, bro. It's awesome. We ain't taking you in one of those big mega yachts or flying you in on a helicopter. You're going to have to go in a ponga dude no we're gonna paddle we're gonna drive in and paddle through the estuary he's a yeah, surfer dude. dude he gets it. Be into it well you know even i'm not gonna do that joe i'll take the ponga <laughs> yeah, well, i'll yeah. take the mega yacht dude grant and i will we'll, we'll punch ninja. paddle yeah yeah dude yeah. don't worry we'll lead the way swim matthew don't worry we're gonna punch our way through the crocodiles and you're good to go on the barrels <laughs> <laughs> if matthew comes down here don't dodge his hug okay just go ahead and embrace it if he wants to hug you man yeah, yeah no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be kicking myself. Years. I'm done with that. Yeah. I think hugs are, I think they're underrated. Good. You know, I love the the phrase here, pura vida. It's like the if you really think into it, which I think way into everything, um, it's good living a pure life. The difference between hugging someone for a weird reason and like a pure reason of like friendship and embrace of kindness, and that's what I like about here is it's very much that style of life down here. Oh yeah, no, it is for sure. It is. It's a it's a very easy going pace, and uh, the locals are like, and uh, you know, it's what attracted us to like all like moving down here and living down here and uh, living this dream life that we have. Yeah, it's man. awesome, man. Well, thanks for being on the show, Grant. Yeah, man. Well, let's get back to it, dude. There's still waves to catch. Let's get out there. I'm into it. Pura vida. Yeah, bro. Thanks for listening to the Get Out and Surf podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Witches Rock Surf Camp, located beachfront in Tamarindo, Costa Rica. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the show. You can do that on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. That would be great. That's it. We'll see you next week, same place, same time, with another episode of Get Out and Surf. Pura vida y nos vemos.